Welcome to the International Career Couples Podcast. This is your host, Kate Galloway. I work with expat couples who want to align and grow both their careers. In this podcast, we aim to explore how expat couples can work as a team to understand and balance their personal and professional goals while living on the move. Today we're really happy to welcome Sam and Rebecca White to the podcast. Sam and um, Becky have been living in Dubai for a little over two years now, about two and a half years. Um, Both from the UK, uh, Becky works in advertising in Dubai as an account manager. Sam works in football as the head of youth and development phase and international program with his current employer. Um, They've travelled a lot um, throughout their um, partnership together um, but this is their first time living abroad together and they've got some great tips around what it means to live abroad, um, what you can gain and develop both professionally and personally, what their conversations were when they first got the opportunity, they speak about their different mindsets, how those have changed a little bit, what they're willing to compromise on um, and where the next steps in their career and lives might go. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's really nice to see you both and to meet you, Sam, for the first time. Um, one of the things that we always do when we get started in the episode is to just ask our guests if they could introduce themselves. So I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about kind of where you've come from and how long you've been in your current location and what brought you here. Okay. Um, so yeah, hi, I'm Rebecca and I work for an advertising and events uh, agency. Um, We've lived in Dubai for just coming up to two and a half years. And I was brought here by my husband, which... Yeah, so I guess that brings it to me. Um, I'm Sam, great to to be a part of the conversation. Um, Yeah, we've been here for for two and a half years now in Dubai. And I guess my role initially brought us here. I I work in, in football. Um, I have done everywhere that we've been, I guess, and and this is probably the longest we've been. Well, it definitely is the longest we've been abroad um, together in one in one area. So the, my job brought us to Dubai, and then we were really lucky to to both fall fall on our feet with 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 roles and jobs and companies that we enjoy being a part of. So, okay, great. So two and a half years here, and you're saying that it's the longest that you've been somewhere together. So, and you, you shared with me before, Sam, you spent some time abroad before but have you lived together abroad before not abroad no we've lived together back in the uk where we where we worked and lived but we haven't i i've spent some time in in america um but i was out there on my own um and in some other places as well but together actually sort of packing our bags and leaving this this is the first this is the first place Mm -hmm. okay and how how was it when you kind of got the offer to come to Dubai what what happened in terms of the conversations that you had with each other we might have two different stories here I don't know that's okay we're here to we're here for everyone's story (laughs) you shared with me that you've got quite different personalities about these things so we want to hear about it I think from from my side I'm always up for a new challenge and, and really enjoy something new I think if I was honest I'd say that 
I would never, I, I was not interested in ever coming to Dubai. I wasn't bothered about the, the UAE, about visiting this part of the world, about coming to Dubai before. Becky had previously traveled here and enjoyed a short trip here. But the opportunity came up and it was the opportunity that sold it to me. And I sort of went in with a loaded, not even so much of a question, but to say, look, this opportunity's come up, you know, I will be going to Dubai and you'll be coming with me type situation. Um, and to, to be fair to, to Rebecca, she she sort of said, OK, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And let's just let's hope I can get over there and and and, uh, and get an opportunity myself as well. And we sort of planned out to have an, a, a small, well, hopefully a small amount of time of, of just myself in a role. And, and, and Rebecca will go and essentially look for opportunities. And we were lucky enough to find one, what, maybe six weeks in probably, was it? Yeah. But also just to mention the time scale. There was a very quick, uh, yeah. I think it went from him calling me saying, oh, a guy on my um, B licence that he did one of his edu uh, education programmes with uh, has just said that he's put my CV on uh, uh, his boss's desk. And is, is that OK? And I was like, oh, well, that's fun. OK, yeah. And then that might have been my first loaded question, maybe. <laughs> and then he came home and the next thing was, oh, I'm going to Manchester tomorrow because uh, the boss is over in, in the UK. And I was like, oh, okay, this is moving very quickly. Within 24 hours, you're actually going for an interview. And yeah, and it moved on very, very quickly um, mm. from that. Um, and I was currently in a job that I wasn't overly happy with. And we were looking for a change. We didn't really know what that change was. Um, we'd both been applying actually for jobs at the time potentially to move towards towards London mm -hmm. um, as that's where my family are kind of from and we wanted to move that way because that's where all our friends are from and then this was obviously a complete u-turn because it didn't turn out to be London it turned hmm. out to be Dubai yeah. um, and then it was more I'm the more realistic one that then thinks okay well if this is happening what's the time frame how we've got a house to rent out We've got, I need to hand my notice in. I need to think about what career I'm going to do. Um, back then I was working in a university for doing events still. Um, but I've never left a job without having another one. And that to me was complete anxiety, fear. Mm. And was like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on this. Whereas in Sam, on the other hand, is very much like, this is a great opportunity. It's fine. Why, why would you not? Um, mm. So yeah, we had a, big discussion but actually in hindsight normally for me it would take me a year to come around to a decision um but weirdly I think we both know we needed a change I think we were both the right one yeah I think we were both at a point in our careers where like to the extent we were looking even looking at career changes where we just weren't happy in our roles we it was it was just a routine that was going round and round um and something needed to change whether that was you know I was looking at complete career changes which which is a bit crazy at the time and, and you were to an extent as well and now we ended up falling back into very similar roles that we had previously but in much better situations so yeah mine's in an industry that's a lot better and more suited definitely to towards my you know interests and personality mm -hmm. um and your one you always wanted you well you always kind of wanted to do the international role and mm. did bits here and there mm. but you weren't doing it full time yeah I, yeah I was 
going to ask because you, you sort of said that you were both looking for a change and you were talking about it and there was obviously a push away from the roles that you were doing how much was the international career on your radar i can probably ask you both separately because i think there might be two different answers. very different answer probably so previously i mean if you'd asked me two weeks before sam had come home and said talked about dubai i would have said we were both job hunting in Surrey or London mm. um, and you were potentially looking with, with him being in football, it's, you don't have such a wide range of choices of location. And um, I think a job came up somewhere up north and you were thinking mm. we were looking at how long the commute would be and whether it would be feasible to do with like us having a house in Surrey and then him commuting or doing the midweek, being away with midweek and coming home at the weekend um so yeah I mean I never thought that I would we'd be looking at mm. Dubai I th- I, for me the, it's, it is very different because my role I mean football is a very international market right it's, it's everywhere in the world so my role in general over the last 10-15 years has taken me all around the world albeit for shorter periods at a time um, so I've always been interested in the international side of it, understanding different cultures, networking with people in different countries, um, different elements of the game everywhere. And it just happens that Dubai being in the Middle East is literally in between everything and connects me even better to the world of football than it does being in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't hold a, a brand like the clubs in the UK do currently, but that's essentially part of my role to build. So I've always wanted to be traveling I've always wanted to be around and whether my hub's Dubai or London or San Francisco it just happens that right now it's it's Dubai and it's very accessible for most of the world and and I still get to travel and I I love doing it and I I don't think I'll get bored of that for many years. Mm -hmm. I think we're also quite lucky that my job with what I do obviously working in events and that's where my interests lie you can pretty much do that job in any country Mm. as long as you're by some sort of city or university or there's many many options Um, and even you know now with the covid having kind of changed the way employers look at things for even freelancing you can do a lot from home and not necessarily have to be on ground um in that country that you're organizing an event for Mm. but even something else to kind of mention is I think it was six months before Sam had actually left his job in Bournemouth and taken another job in Lagos in yeah in Nigeria and that's a whole different that was me not well that was us having a conversation around me staying in the UK and having a long distance and kind of it was I don't really remember it now it was a bit of a crazy month but yeah, it was a good role, but in hindsight, very lucky that the opportunity never came because we wouldn't have been together. It would have been. And one I think it was a short. It was a very short term. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So oh, as you oh. sit here now, then what what do you think about the idea of international careers as you go forward? It sounds like it it's doable, but what do you both think about it? I mean, for me, I, I I think it's becoming more and more achievable. Um, the fish pie is overcooking, I think, already. Um, for <laughs> me, the fish pie. <laughs> no, for me, it's it's becoming more and more achievable for 
for couples, for individuals, for anybody looking to work on an international basis, because like Rebecca said, you can do it now remotely. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to travel to, to a bunch of different destinations, but essentially my day job that I do day to day here, I can still complete that from anywhere I'm going. So if I'm in the UK or in the Caribbean or in America or, or anywhere in Africa somewhere, I can still do the day-to-day comms and everything I need to do from a logistics and organizational point of view from, from my phone or from my from my laptop or, or wherever it might be. And it's becoming easier and easier because of things like Zoom and the way we all communicate so freely through WhatsApp and, and, and everything else at the moment. So in international careers, for me, are what I hope will always be a part of, of what I do. Um, and probably within this region for you as well is quite similar, right? Yeah. And also we've always been used to, from the beginning when we first met each other, he's always, you've always been doing this role. So a part of our relationship has always been Sam going away, like for a week here, uh, like a month here. Um, I mean, he went to, you went and lived in America for eight months, Mm. like, yeah, quite early on. So I guess we've always, and because we have that same kind of, we like both like traveling and doing different things and experiencing different cultures, I think, probably why it works i think for a while we did the long distance ish or traveling a lot and then like becky would come and see me in america for example and then we just it took us what probably six seven years but we now got to the point where we can actually go somewhere together and both have a success you know it didn't just like it didn't happen where okay an opportunity came up in dubai we both packed a suitcase and went out and our life started that the you know it's whilst the opportunity came up and it took rebecca six weeks to get a role when she moved out here it's sort of also the six years before that and me traveling a lot and Becky going from a few through a few different jobs back in the UK for us to get to the point where we can both be stable in an international location away from our hometowns. Mm-hmm. So, and being comfortable with going out and like you were obviously when we first arrived, you had to go and do your thing with work. And, yeah. and I was going to different various interviews and kind of reaching out and meeting recruiters and, all of a sudden you're like hang on last week I was sat in the UK in in my house just you know haven't been in a job for a few years and now all of a sudden I'm traveling around a new city meeting recruiters where I don't even know where I am like you're asking me to meet you in a cafe in a hotel and I've got absolutely no clue what area that's in where I should where the office would be good to like kind of be around and but you sometimes just have to take a risk and go with it and Mm-hmm. and just speak to others that's the main thing like the support network when you move abroad I don't know with mm-hmm. obviously we haven't lived um anywhere else together but the obviously the expat community is what makes it a hundred times easier mm-hmm. yeah even like career-wise lifestyle-wise it, it, like relationships you find that there's so many people that are in the same situation as you yeah. and it just it really helps Dubai is quite quite unique for that I think because we're 80% expat or something like that um Ian and I were quite similar Ian's my husband we were quite similar he had a stint away in Newfoundland and I'd I'd sort of traveled in our early relationship and it was almost both of our companies were talking to us about moves so it was really just who got the offer first and he Mm -hmm. got the offer first and it was like right we're going I was like, oh, yeah. all right, okay. But I was <laughs> to get to get a role where I went to as well. Um, 
So yeah, it, it's quite nice when it works out that way. I think it's more difficult when somebody leaves their career and isn't able to find something for a long yeah. period of time. Um, I think you were quite anxious about that at the start, but it, it was actually quite, a, not a fun process, but quite an interesting process. I think it's, And it was one that I'd never been in before. I mean, I came out of university, well, yeah, I came out of school, went to sixth form, did university, and then uh, actually managed to get a job at a football club that Sam was already working at. And as he left, I joined. And then I decided to go off traveling a year after that, mm -hmm. and then came back and did a slightly different role. Um, but I'd never, again, I'd never been out of a job. And then the whole thing of being unemployed was so strange, like to have time on your hands and to think about, oh, do I want to just go for any old career or do I want to stick to what I do? And how long do you leave it before you start thinking, okay, I can't get, I can't get a job in the industry that I'm in. What am I going to do? At what point do you think about, mm. oh, is this not working? Do I have to go home? I mean, I felt like I was probably, I was actually, I think I was only, I got here, yeah, it was less than a month before I'd got another, before I'd got a job. But each week you keep, as time goes on, you think, oh, the chances are slimmer and slimmer and slimmer of you getting a job. But, you know, you just, you just have to make it work. And if not, we would have then obviously had to have a sit down and put a plan in place to think about what next. Yeah. But you never know until you try. Yeah. And a lot of the time when you're moving abroad, if you don't necessarily have a role before you arrive, um, it's actually, I found from experience, it's easier to be in the country than it is to kind of apply outside of the country 100%. and not be here because they want to see you face to face. Yeah. How many amongst your peers, just out of interest, how many people would have come with companies and how many would have got roles here? I don't know if you've got sort of equivalent couples within your friendship groups that have sort of moved here together. Yeah, good question. I think, I mean, off the top of my head now, most of our friendship group got roles being out here. They didn't move with a company, right? Like it's not like no, they've moved the to a, posi like a, a position that they had completely planned. They've, they've sort of moved here for a completely new role. And then the other half is, whether it was the, the boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it might have been, they've then just moved across here and, and found a company as opposed to have transferred or been offered an opportunity or whatever it might have been. Um, I yeah, know. I don't know whether that's changed down the line of maybe people were brought here before, but now it feels like more people just kind of up and leave and move yeah. without having a job and kind of just go I for it, yeah. which I don't know if that's just a generation change. Yeah, well, it, there is a C-shape, we call it a self-initiated expat rather than somebody mm -hmm. that's into company transfer. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I, I certainly, when I've met people and I've been speaking to people, that seems to be more and more common. Um, I think Dubai's kind of tries to open itself up for it. And it's trying to open itself up for it even more. Um, with yeah. different visas that are on offer and things like that. How, how about in terms of how you plan your careers now then? Like how much are you talking about the next steps or not? Well, we kind of, I think, well, we've been here obviously two and a bit years and well, I don't know if it's a thing, but generally they say that you should like either make sure you get a promotion or you move on within, you should be at a job for longer than two years. Um, just to look like you're trying to be ambitious. Think, and yeah. But 
I mean, we've spoken, your job, Sam is a person that checks LinkedIn or thinks everyone should check LinkedIn at least once a week for new opportunities. Whether you need a new job or not, you should always be looking for the next opportunity. My mantra is always the best time to be looking for roles is when you're, you know, you've got a a safe, steady job that you, that it doesn't matter whether you're enjoying it or not, but why would you not see what's out there? Like, why why would you not see where the next step's going to be? Whether that could be in four weeks or six weeks time or whether it's in four months or four years, like, Surely you want to understand what's going on with the market. So I always like to chat. I honestly cannot think of a time in my life, no matter whether I've loved the role I'm in or hated it, where I've not been looking at other roles. Mm-hmm. Like, that, uh, to me, that just seems like a healthy thing to do. Like If I see a, a role in anywhere in the world, within any part of my sort of job description or what I feel that I can do, why would I not be looking at it? I think that's my way of looking at it now. Whereas in, I'm completely upset. I don't... I don't love change. I like routine. <laughs> so to me, I'm not, oh, I don't know, starting again. And I don't know, I'm not as as keen and forthcoming as you the are. The problem is, you, I, I, you hear, you speak to so many expats. So, oh, we've got, a, you know, two or three years will be there and then we'll head home. We'll go to the next place. And the reality is, I think especially for somewhere like Dubai, you cannot plan for any amount of time because it could, by the time you get to five years, you're like, well, that was, I feel like I only got here a few weeks ago and all of a sudden you're five years in. So, And also you have to remember, it takes a long time to set up your life somewhere. You can't just arrive and everything just falls into place. You've suddenly got a friendship group. You've suddenly like got a place to live, bank account, social like netball groups and stuff. It takes takes time to like kind of do that and you don't want to then go and lose and then that you, yeah so and then you then you're like oh you don't want to leave that because you set up your ally it's only it's- when people leave you here that i think <clears throat> especially for you it's only when people leave that you're like are we are we going to go home now and you're like no becky that's somebody else's life um we'll carry on with ours <laughs> now and and then and, make a new friend yeah. yeah do you think it's home though or do you think it's on somewhere else like if you in that you'd wish I no, I, I could never. No, I could never. I could never live out here. I, I, from a like, I would never say this is home. I don't think. I no, but you would say yes. I would move somewhere else. Whereas, and I would say yeah, a million percent. Home. But for <laughs> Becky, for Becky, this is like this is our home now. And then as soon as we go home, home back to the UK, one day wherever it may be, that's the next move. Whereas for me, I'd st- I'd I'd call home wherever I was at that specific time. But I don't think anything's home like. I guess home to us when we talk about it is the end goal, right? Which is probably getting back to the UK around our families um, and then having our own family. That would be home for us. This this is a great home now and we absolutely love it. But my next step, I would love to go somewhere else in the world, whereas Rebecca would be, no, home is home. We're going home to the UK. But it depends what comes you never know well well, that's the thing isn't it i can hear the kind of like well you know it doesn't sound like it's a she's never been like that before either that's the bias changed her yeah 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 who knows where where the offer could come from um Mm. and so is it is it like in terms of your careers then how and it doesn't matter if you haven't spoken about this already but just to pose a question how much are you are you able to kind of say right we're or we're doing this for both of our careers. You know, so we quite often would talk about lead expat, so the person whose career that you're following, um, and there might be somebody that we refer to as an, an accompanying spouse or the partner that mm-hmm. kind of comes, right? And you can have 
two careers going at the same time if that works out for you but how do you see that working for your careers I mean my job depend well can be quite event specific so looking at say for instance we're quite lucky because the world cup is in Qatar which is kind of around the corner mm -hmm. um from where we are at the moment um and I would be very keen well we're currently trying to get there to to be able to work um and probably I would 100% want to follow that through if that was to if the opportunity was to arise whereas and I wouldn't be surprised also if you then had a completely different offer elsewhere yeah. and I think we're very open luckily with each other that you know we're very we can be very honest and if it means going separate ways for a short period of time then yeah I, I think I'm I'm always open to something completely new which means that naturally that that means that I could I mean you know I, I, I was looking at a job in where was it not to go and apply for the job but I saw a job in um, Mexico it was in like Central or South America and I was like that's quite an interesting that sounds really interesting I'm always looking at the most random things ever thinking oh wonder that would be interesting uh, even just thinking about it so naturally I think that means that my career could lead us to the next place potentially because whilst Becky is happy in her role she wouldn't be looking elsewhere but then that being said, if something came up and uh, a, a client or um, a colleague or whatever said, you know, I'd love you to come with me to this opportunity, then I, I definitely wouldn't have a second thought following Beck and just going, I, I'll work it out. Wherever we go, I can work something out. No problem. Mm -hmm. um, from a career, from career goals perspective, I want to get to I want to get to a level where I can essentially do more than 50 percent of my job remotely because then that means we can be free to then I can follow Beck or Beck can follow me. And I think we're probably getting towards that point. I think it's like what you said, Kate, with your situation where it was whoever gets a job somewhere first yeah, will be the one that it. leads somewhere. And I think that's the same with me and you. It's not necessarily one of us that is always that one person that is leading uh, to a certain place, but we're both quite open mm. and I think both of our jobs luckily can take us to some really cool places and basically and pretty much anywhere yeah um i think we're both quite good in that we will sacrifice in order to yeah, kind of make it work yeah. <laughs> yeah i can hear that i can hear a real mindset around that as well so it's sort of like we're actually here and we're even in this um mm. when it happened for us the first time i remember just I didn't question it. I was just like, I will leave my job to go. Um, mm. And I think it was kind of like, I don't almost like generational passed on from my, like what I'd seen with my parents. Cause that's kind of what happened um, in my childhood. We've moved to my dad's job and my mom had just done, cause she hadn't had a career as such, but she worked everywhere that she was. Um, mm. So I just, and now I look back and I'm like, wow, if, I, if I'd really sat down and thought about what does career mean to me? How important is it? I might have had a little bit more to say at the time mm. rather than just like, okay, I'll come, which is yeah. sort of what it was. You know, I'm yeah. okay to say it now, but um, yeah. And I was lucky enough that the career continued, but that it wasn't with the intent that we would both go and work, if you see what I mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, think really, I can hear a difference in you guys and the way that you're talking about it. Yeah, I think there's definitely a deeper, a deeper sort of question to it is like what, 
what is more important is you know I've I've got colleagues and, and people I've worked with throughout my whole working life where they have such clear like there's so much clarity around exactly what they want like where they want to get to I think you is it a the, the biggest salary you can imagine or is it the best location or the best you know working hours and working week like what what do people want to do and I think we're quite flexible with with all of them aren't we you know if we have to work you know some of the some of the hours that we were doing through covid was inhumane but I think we were probably quite happy to do it because at the time there was a lot of people losing their jobs and we were happy to be in the roles we were in um if we weren't in a job we enjoyed that much and we didn't value as much we probably would have walked right and just we were stuck in the UK for three months you probably could have just said okay that's it you know journey's over thanks COVID um but yeah ultimately you just what what's more important and right now I think for us the, the most important thing is that we enjoy what we're doing in our jobs but we also enjoy the lifestyle we have alongside it so yeah yeah absolutely when you're talking it's um putting in mind for me uh he's a career theorist and he's got a, a theory around what we call happenstance and it's kind of around um how do you create the opportunities so that when the opportunities are ready to come you're ready to accept them that mm. that is um I'll, in the show notes, I'll put something that explains it a little bit better than that. But that, that mm. kind of, but I kind of really hear that you kind of say, "Well, I was looking at a job in Mexico. I'm building my network because you don't yeah. know what might come." And actually, I'm completely. It's like you're sort of like open to yeah. what might come, and that you're happy to have certain conversations. But there's things that you'll let go as a couple because you're together and you kind of understand. You've got that respect you respect each other's careers and that you'll let each other kind of move forward. Yeah. That... Yeah. I'd say that's yeah. pretty fair. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, I can't, I was trying to think then who it was, but someone once told me um, just in a general conversation, they said, oh, the, the job you're currently in, just build that as a case study for your next job. Cause there's always going to be another job. You're not, you're not going to be in one job for the rest of your life. So I think I'm quite, I, that's what I do on a daily basis. I'm just building a case study for wherever I'm going next. And, and that means that I'm developing every day because I've got to take it to the next level every day. Um, and like I say, whether that ends up back home or whether that ends up somewhere else, who knows? Yeah, lovely. Um, would you believe it? We've come, we're coming up towards the end of the time that we said that we chat to each other already. And I was wondering oh. if I could ask you a couple of questions. Um, start, I've got two questions to ask. One of them would be, and you've probably answered them already, but I'm wondering what you see as your career challenges sort of in your immediate future, like the next couple of years, if any at all. Maybe you don't see them. My, well, career challenges. Mine is the whole uh, balance between thinking about having a family mm. and then how that works with a career. I mean, I know, I know, I know physically how it works, and you know there are ways to do it, but it depends how much you kind of want that work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And also with the industry that I'm in, depending on where you are, what country, and also depending on what kind of industry you work in within the events sector how you balance that and whether it's even possible mm -hmm. which is something I try not to think about because I don't have the answer right okay and for both of us 
we're like we're always on different completely different schedules and like I'm sometimes working overnight he's working early morning and I've not seen Becky since Sunday so this is quite nice often we're passing ships and you know we know how it works because we've done it for so long but to add a child into that Mm -hmm. yeah I'd agree number number one for me is is the family discussion um and then number two is is just how areas work as a whole. So, so for Dubai, a lot of the time I've noticed that you're not actually paid for your expertise, you're paid for your commercial value. So it's just making sure that you're, I guess, respected and, and I guess, what's the word? Not sort of patted on the back or, or salary specifically, but making sure that the expertise that you carry and the experience you have is rewarded with the right things. Um, and whether that, whether that allows for progression, I think. Whereas back in the States or in the UK, I think expertise is above most things. Whereas in Dubai, it's all about commercial value and it's all about essentially how long you've been here and the contacts you've got. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So they're quite different ideas that come up there in terms of what the challenges are, um, aren't they? Um, One of them sounds more sort of role specific and the other one is actually how do you manage the potential next stages of, of you two in family life and what that looks like. Yeah, yeah um, sure. And how that all falls into place, because mm. I think oftentimes it does fall into place, but it's about, um, for some people, it's about really having to think about, well, what do we want it to look like? Yeah, yeah. Get there. Um, so I, I do quite a bit of work with working parents and quite often, mm. you know, they've kind of, they're in it already. And then they're saying, hang on a minute, this isn't quite what I expected it to be. And so we try and scale it back. Okay, so what do you want the balance to be? What does balance mean to you? And then we try and make some changes there. Okay. Um, And then the final question is, what advice would you give to other couples who are in your position? So that's sort of, you've made your first move and you're looking what might come next. That's okay, so they've already they've they've moved to another country and they have they're a role, right? About, even if they're thinking about it, thinking just about like it, what okay. would you what would your nuggets of wisdom be for them? Take the risk yeah. is me. Go and do it. Just take the risk, and if it doesn't work out, you, you, home is always going to be there. You know, your family and friends are always going to be around where you, I guess, grew up or where your family is and what what you'd call home. Um, but just go and do it take the risk if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but there's so many opportunities everywhere that that something will come up whatever field you're in whatever and that's not even career-wise like there's you know you can gain so much experience working um, and living in your home country um, and in any country but when you move you learn so much culturally like we work with all wonders of life and all cultures and languages and there is you have to adapt the way you manage and the way you speak to people and communicate and do your day-to-day job depending on kind of who who you're talking to and and the different yeah I agree so self cpd right people people who stay in one place aren't going to get the cultural understanding the the appropriation that they need across the board. Whereas I feel Dubai as a place is, is incredible, probably the no. best in the world for that. But just going anywhere in general in the world, you're going to learn something new that you didn't know that you could potentially take back for a future role back home if that's where you do want to finish and end up. But just do it 100%, yeah. go and take the risk. 
Yeah, lovely. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this evening. It's Pleasure. been really lovely okay. to hear your story. Um, and I'm interested to see where it goes because I'll be seeing you on the netball court, so I'll be able to catch <laughs> yeah. Cool. There were so many good hints and tips within uh, what Sam and Becky had to share with us today. What really came through to me was the mindset, the mindset of why would you not look at what could be possible? Why would you not keep looking around and seeing where your careers could take you? Why would you not be open to it? They spoke about the support network that's been so important as they've arrived in Dubai and also what their future challenges might be as a couple as they try to navigate their careers and respect each other's careers as they go forward. I could really hear that within their mindset and within what they said to each other in terms of you know, what they would do to sacrifice for the other person's career and what you know, the, the understanding that either of their jobs could take them to some really cool places. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I have. You can listen to other episodes of the International Career Couples podcast that you might have missed wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can visit my website, www.kategallowaycoaching.com, where you can download a conversation guide that can help you with these tricky decisions that we have to make when we're managing our international careers.